What's up, guys? It's me, Lori, a.k.a. Loretta Chow, the sex reporter and half of the Insatiable podcast with Smiley. So I have not been on because I was traveling. I was in New Orleans celebrating my friend's 40th birthday. And if I sound tired, it's because we had some crazy nights in New Orleans, which I guess is to be expected. But um Actually, the first time I went to New Orleans, it was pretty chill and we, you know, went out to dinner. We had a lot of food and we enjoyed the music on Frenchman Street because if you guys have not been to New Orleans or if you have and you have not been to Frenchman Street, you got to go there and check it out. But this time it was a little more like we wanted to get out and party and stuff and just celebrate for our friends. And so like a lot of people came into town and it was like a big reunion with people, you know, who are living very far away from each other currently so it was a nice time and it was good catching up with everybody so what i want to know now is what did i miss because it's been several days and we all know that stuff gets like crazy sometimes on this platform so and 24 hours later it's gone so i hope i didn't miss anything major but if i did sorry i did and i will be back to listening everybody's stations soon and shout out to reggie by the way because he checked in to see what was going on. Um, but yeah, I'm back and I will talk to you guys soon. So here's a random topic of conversation just because it was kind of a thing on this trip. So I'm at an age now where most people will start noticing all their friends are married with kids or just they're in relationships in general. And it used to be or it's a common thing that's like talked about you know in tv shows and pop culture and stuff like that it's like one of those phenomenons that like everyone experiences at some point in their life if they don't get married by the time they're in their late 20s or early 30s and when you do get to that point uh it's almost there's like there is a possibility that you start to feel alienated and you don't like get to hang out with your friends as much because they're always busy with their spouses and whatnot and um i know that that's a thing I have to say, I'm very lucky that I've not experienced it because my friends are all awesome. I have some friends who, you know, they come out less because they have kids and, and you have to schedule with them further in advance and everything. But there's they still do come out. Um, and I never feel weird when I do hang out with them and their families. And especially my closest friends, if they're married, like I'm cool with both them and their spouses. Like, you know, it's... uh I don't know. I, I just have to say, like, my friends are really dope. I've never felt alienated before, never felt like a third wheel when I am the third person that's out with a couple or something like that. But I wonder if other people do feel this um, cause, and, and how they deal with it, because I know it is a very real thing. I think one of the things I actually notice is that sometimes when I meet guys and they're still single and they're usually like, I, I tend to end up on dates with guys that are older than me, I guess. And sometimes those guys will be like, uh, you know, they, they won't have a lot of friends that they hang out with anymore. I noticed it's kind of a pattern. And it's usually because, you know, their friends have moved on, gotten married and had kids and they're like not allowed to go out as much or they just can't because they're too busy. And I always think it's interesting because I'm like, really? My friends are cool. Like my friends still call me out. I still see my friends. Um, So maybe my friends are just better. I don't know. Uh, of course, it's not all guys, but I do notice it. it happens. And if you are in a relationship, do you still hang out with your single friends? Because if you don't, I think you should maybe make today like call a single friend day and make a date with them to hang out so they don't miss you too much. Just saying. Just 
don't make call a single friend day into call a single friend and ask them why they're still single day because that would not be cool. What up, though? It's Match Man from the Match Man Podcast here on Anchor, iTunes, and SoundCloud on your homie on your plug. You know, I got extra love. And um, I've, I've been a single friend for a long time, and I'm in a relationship. And I just realized I have to make time for my my pupils. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's good to be invested in my partner and building things with my partner, but at the same point in time, I have to understand I have external relationships, and that's all finding out what you find important in a friend. Like, sometimes with that, that guy you were seeing, or the guy that you saw at that point in time, like, maybe he wasn't the type of friend that you hold on to. Like, maybe he wasn't even a friend, because people use that loosely. Some people just have people that they hang out with for turn up. Like, some people only have people to hang out for basketball, like, it depends on the, type of, the nature of the relationship that person has. Because, like, if they're around in your life, it'll, it'll be consistent if they want to. Even if they have another partner, it depends on what void they're feeling. Hey, Matt, thanks for calling in. And, yeah, I agree. From the couple's perspective, I think it's really good to always maintain friendships outside of your relationship with your spouse. Um, not everybody agrees with that, I will say. Like, I have seen or talked to lots of people who they want to do everything together as a couple um, because that's how they believe marriage is supposed to work and whatever. But I think that friendships are just as much a part of who you are as your relationship is. And on top of that, it just logic logistically is very difficult to depend on one person for every single thing in your life in terms of being your life partner and doing all the stuff at home and and raising kids together and having a romantic relationship, having a sexual relationship, but then also expecting them to be like your only best friend. Of course, like everybody wants to marry their best friend. And I would hope that would be the case for me one day if I do get married. But I don't want that person to be my only friend. Um, it's just too, it's, it's too much of a burden and it can strain a relationship. Whereas if you have a person who is your top priority in life, but then also continue to have your friends who you've been cool with since before you even met that person and your friends who maybe like stuff that you like that your spouse or your partner doesn't necessarily like, you know, you don't want to find your twin and be basically married to yourself. You want to have like a full existence that's still like colorful and with the many people that you brought into your life for the reasons that you brought them into your life. I would argue that having those uh, outside friendships and also just things outside of your relationship in general will make you a better partner because it'll continuously make you an independent person that brings something fresh to the table. And even though you are like really close with your partner and you begin to do more and more, you share your lives together, you, you, you're still different. Well, this is Ankapong, and I had to call in. Um, honestly, uh, the fact that I'm married, that kind of deters a lot of the friendships that I have because the life that I lived before I was married was a lot different from <laughs> the life that I live right now. You know what I mean? I was a tremendous playboy, you know what I mean? So I hung out in a lot of club settings, you know what I mean? So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, honestly, uh, my friendships uh, are not the same. So, you know, it is what it is. I enjoy living a happy life. Fuck that bullshit, you know. It is what it is. This ain't come on.
and I'm out. What's up, Ann Capone? So thank you for calling in with that perspective because I think it's actually a really common one. I think a lot of people feel that way. Maybe in their single life, they just went out a lot and they were always just sort of out looking for girls or looking for guys or whatever. And that obviously is not the type of thing that translates well into being a husband or a father or a family man and stuff like that. Um, but I would just, I, I guess it makes me a little sad to think like, you know, a person's entire single life just consisted of those I don't want to call it empty, but those like temporary liaisons, like people who are just out to party with you and stuff. Like, did you not have friends who you were close with, who had you had real connections with, who you did stuff with that wasn't just like cruising for chicks or like trying to be a player with a player lifestyle? Like, did you have, um, I don't know, just like people that you had real conversations with, talked about life with? Anybody aside from your significant other now who you could talk to about your aspirations, your life goals, your uh, if things were not going well for you, who did you turn to? I mean, those are the people that I feel like uh, we have some real fun with, whether we're single or not. And it's really sad when those relationships fall by the wayside. So I don't know. I am also not the type of person like I went clubbing when I was in college I got over that lifestyle pretty quickly and I was always more of a like laid back setting, real conversation. Like I want to be in a, I like to be in nice, uh, in a place with nice music and, and to go out and whatever, but always in a small enough group where I can have some meaningful conversation with friends. So I still like to do that. And when my friends, you know, marry or have kids, they seem to still be willing to come out and do that with me. So I'm really glad I didn't lose those connections, but I know a lot of people do, and I know a lot of people mourn those friendships. And I think it's sad when I see people who get to my age and older who end up being very isolated because they don't have those anymore. And some of their friends who did used to come out with them just don't, whether it's because they don't want to do those same things anymore or they just don't want to come out in general. They just want to stay home and be at home. Uh, You know, They sort of retired their entire life because they got married. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just my perspective as a single person, but, and I know there's lots of happily married people that spend every waking moment with each other, but personally, I don't want to think of my marriage being a retirement of my, of the rest of my life. You know, I don't retire into marriage. I I want marriage to add to my life. I want marriage to, you know, if I do get married, of course, if I get married for that to be, you know, the core and the basis, like the home base of, of everything that I do, but I still want to be about something. You know, does that make any sense? Or am I just being one of those like ignorant single people who like should just shut up and never talk about marriage? Because I know some people feel that way, too. Hey, Lori, this is Oscar from Thoughts on Hospitality. Uh, I just want to say some cool segments. Uh, I actually just discovered you here on Anchor, but I checked you out on SoundCloud, too. So pretty amazing. Saw that you're I think if I read correctly, you're a girl from Queens. So cool. I'm just a kid from Queens also. So. Uh, it's good to connect on, on Anchor, so keep it up. Cheers. Oscar, what's up? Thank you for calling in. And it's great to see another person from Queens on here. Smiley's also from Queens, so we got a whole little Queens thing going. I hope you call in on some of the topics that we put out, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, Lori. This is Reggie, your Weekend Watcher. And I wanted to you know, get in on this uh, single married friend thing. And I honestly think Ant Capone's on to something. He's, I mean, honestly, it, who you could hang out with when you're married, you know, when you're married, it has very much to do with your relationship with them when you were single. Like, what were you up to? 
So if our mutual interest was hunting down ladies, I would hope that that would slow down if you got married, right? And I think what you were talking about, you know, with, for example, oh, you marry your best friend, and that, that way there's less room for other people in your life. I think that just kind of comes from uh, having what I call like misplaced expectations about the, the work of being married. And all honesty, I look at being married a lot like having a job. A lot of people, when, they, you know, when, when you're broke, when you're in college, when you're uh, at your lowest point, you look at having a job as, oh, that's the thing that's going to complete me. That's going to be my purpose in life. That's going to... And then when you get there and you're doing the work, you realize, no, 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 this is just a part of what I do. And hopefully I can find part of it um, engaging and valuable, but it is not all of me. This also explains to me the extreme depression some people go through when, you know, they enter the workforce and they realize that all their dreams don't automatically come true. And always also when you get married and you realize that that just doesn't make your dreams come true. It's it's work. It's teamwork. And hopefully it's some valuable stuff that you, you know, you do in a process and you get a lot out of it. But um, <laughs> it, it's it's easy to, you know, kind of misplace those expectations. Anyway, that's it for me, so I'll let you do the thing. Hey, what's up, Reggie? That is such a good uh, analogy, I would say, in terms of, like, work and marriage. I think that society places all these, like, unrealistic expectations on what we're supposed to, like, work your whole life towards that one job that you're supposed to really want or work your whole life towards that one relationship that's supposed to be the relationship to end all relationships. And... Then you get there and you realize like, well, this is just more of real life and real life is not all like rainbows and bunnies and shit, right? So I totally agree with that. And along the same lines, I just think that, you know, it's a, maybe, maybe this is more of a, of a message to single people, which is while you're single, make the friendships um, that you make count. You know, if you are just constantly on the prowl and trying to live that player lifestyle, yeah, you want to get it in while you can get it in. But you will get all of that. Uh, the question is, what do you have remaining when you're ready to move on to the next phase of your life? If you do decide to move on to the next phase of your life. I mean, I think that's, an, that's increasingly a question, right? People, and that goes for both career and marriage. A lot of people who used to say, well, I'm going to get into the company and the corporate ladder of my dreams. And then once I get there, that's going to be like my nine to five and everything in my life is supposed to revolve around that until of course I get married and have kids. And then everything in my life is supposed to revolve around the family and the job. Nowadays, you might have a nine to five, but you might have a side hustle. That's your, that, that is what you consider to be the thing that you love. You might not have a nine to five at all. And you might be doing a couple of part-time jobs. You might be, you know, who knows what your, what everybody's career is. I think people are building that for themselves. And I think similarly with marriage, eventually people will, are becoming more and more open-minded as to how those marriages and families are supposed to be structured. It doesn't have to be a man and a woman and 2.5 kids. It could be, you know, a married couple that stays together for a long time and somehow things just ended up divorced. They're co-parenting separately. Maybe they've got other families. Maybe they're co-parenting and living together, but they never got married. I mean, there's so many different ways to be happy and successful. It doesn't have to be what the doctor prescribed, right? But while we are single, or at least while I'm single, I think I'm very grateful that I have a lot of enriching friendships that are not just all aiming towards going out and finding guys or going out to the club and like hooking up with people or whatever. I mean, I don't feel that I have a life that is that I need to leave behind if I ever do decide to, you know, hitch my wagon onto somebody else's. Um, I think that 
what a lot of people sometimes forget is that we may strive for perfection or we may strive for success, but that doesn't mean that that's an actual destination. There's no end point. We're not working towards an end point, right? It's, it's all about the journey. And that sounds cliche, but every day we, we want, we, we want to be, or we should be loving what we're doing every day and the people that we choose to invest our time and invest our energy in because those are the things that will culminate in everything that we've accomplished in life. It's not about where we end up. It's about everything that we're doing at every moment. And hopefully the sum of those moments, you know, more than 50% of the time will be something positive. And if we're lucky, they will be. Well, this is Aunt Capone and I'm back uh, to answer your question. The answer is no. I mean, uh, all the people that I had something in common and went, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they gone, you know what I'm saying? You know, we had something come uh, temporarily, but it, it wasn't nothing permanent, you know? Once all the drugs were gone, all the thugs were gone, you know what I'm saying? And they go for all the temporary friends as well, you know what I'm saying? It's just like once all the fun was gone, uh, you know, what I thought was fun, I'm going to put it like that, you know what I'm saying? Then, uh, you know, people started to fall by the wayside and deteriorate. You know what I'm saying? But one minute is not enough. I could talk about this all day, but peace out. Thanks. All right. I have a question, and I feel like this is the place to ask it because you have the audience to give me the answers. Um, and this is coming off of listening to Aunt Capone's answer. I believe it was Aunt Capone because the voice sounds similar. Um, about how when he was with his friends when he was younger, pre-marriage, he would go and like get the ladies. And now he doesn't hang out with those people anymore because those activities are not conducive to his lifestyle now, which is a married lifestyle. And my question to y'all is just, you know, it's about, um, I'm going to say men, but people, I suppose. Um, and the notion, like, you can't, you're not able to change a person and that if a person really loves you and cares for you, it is up to them to change their behavior to suit a lifestyle that works between you both. And I'm going to need to send another call in to have that make sense. All right. So the title of that last one was supposed to be changing other people, but sometimes the app glitches. And when I click on letters that are above the submit button, it just automatically submits, even though I'm not finished my sentence. So I didn't like die in the middle um it's just it's submitted before i was ready but basically like you know people who are usually it's females chasing males but just you know people who chase other people who are not that into them um and they make it obvious but the the first person thinks that they can change that that other person my question to you and your audience is um is you know the player type the type that doesn't want to get married um will they change their behavior for like the right person um i'm not i'm definitely not phrasing this properly and it's, i'm gonna have to send a whole bunch of comments but basically like if they dated like four five or six people and all of those people wanted to turn them into marriage material and that individual is like no i don't want to get married don't want to be in a relationship that's too serious whatever will people like that who are commitment phobic when they write the, when they find the right person is it realistic to think that they will like drop everything, change, you know, change their actions, 
try harder at keeping a relationship together because they like that other person so much so say you're with someone i'm not with anyone so this isn't me asking for a friend or like me low-key asking for myself i'm single as you can get but just in those situations where it's like someone who is vehemently saying like i don't see this going anywhere i don't want to marry you like don't get your hopes up um you know do you believe that there are situations where people will meet the right person and they completely change their tune because it's like i can finally see a situation with someone else and furthermore if you are in a relationship with someone who says like don't get your hopes up i'm not going to marry you do you think that's when it's time to walk away because you know the rule is if someone really does see a future with you like they are going to make that happen now they're called and if they're treating you like an option and they're telling you straight up like you're not the one and no one's ever going to be the one like is it time for you to sever that because someone who's a player and someone who goes from relationship to relationship like when they find the right person they are going to make those moves to make sure that they don't lose that person or i mean you hear stories that are like you know i i lost that person because i was fooling around and they're the ones that got away but the point is if they know that you're the right one or they know that you're the one that got away like even after the fact they might try their best to make amends but the point is if they're not putting that effort into you either into the relationship or post breakup i suppose um is it safe to assume that like you're not going to change them and people will only change themselves when they feel ready or when they meet the right person and if you're not the right person just like cut your losses that was like really long and didn't really make sense and if you want to hold on to this until your current topic dies down that's fine too you don't need to post it right away hey purse so i think personally and i think you may have wanted to pose this question to everyone else but my answer would be all of the above i don't think that there's any one type of relationship or any one type of man or woman and i think that the the one problem that we all have that that starts all of this off is the base assumption that everyone innately biologically somehow wants to be tied down to one person and it's just got to be that person who's worth it so there's also assumptions that women tend to be the ones that want to get married and men just want to fool around until some woman ties them down and gives them an ultimatum that all happens though because of that baseline assumption because people think success equals man plus woman and a marriage and a nice wedding and maybe some kids I think, and I don't know if this will ever happen, but if people ever stop to think, what is it do I that I really want? What will make me happy? Um, is it, and forget all the Instagram relationship goals and all this other stuff, what would truly make me happy on a day-to-day -day basis? What kind of person do I want to be with? What kind of lifestyle do I want to lead? Do I want a, a life of screaming at my husband because he's always like texting on the side or doing something shady or not cleaning the house properly when I tell him to and all this other stuff? Or is, is the life that I want to, to meet the, the woman of my dreams so that I never want to look at an ass ever again? I mean, these are all um, questions that are based off a of false premise. And I think if people really knew just what they wanted and out of life for themselves and they were confident with themselves and they could look at partners as people to complement their lives and not as people to tie down and isolate from the rest of the world, then I think we could have more honest conversations about what each and every person wants. Now, there's this book. Um, it's like one of those, uh, not silly, but it's it's like a romance novel type of thing. Do you know the writer Eric Jerome Dickey? He writes just novels like in general. I think they're romance-based. I haven't actually read a lot of his books but there's this one called cheaters and 
it's a great book. It's like a great study on human nature because it's every character is like a, a little a caricature that I think exists within all of us somehow. And it outlines different types of cheaters and and um, and there are some cliches in it that are a little regrettable. But in general, it shows you like there are the guys or the women who cheat just because they can and because they like legitimately just want to have sex with as many people as possible. That's just what they want. And they have no qualms with lying and sneaking around and stuff like that. They just get theirs. And then there's people who cheat because they just fall in love with everyone they see. Like they're just, they can't just love one person because they, they, they see beauty in everyone. And then there's people who cheat because they get themselves into situations like marriages where they think, oh, this is supposed to be it. And somehow it's not really fulfilling them the way that they expected it to be. Maybe the person changed or maybe their priorities changed and they decided to be more career focused and their their spouse didn't support them in that and that can be a very soul-sucking experience being tied in a partnership in a life partnership with someone who doesn't believe in you so all of those things are very different reasons and very different personality types that can lead to infidelity or deciding that you don't want to be you know that you want to be a player or you don't want to be a player and i think uh, what I loved about the book is that I think all of those personality prototypes do exist. And so the answer really depends on which one you are. So when it comes to a person deciding like they want to leave their player lifestyle behind, um, you know, personally, I would rather I, I would basically I would never want a man to do that because I gave him an ultimatum or because he felt that was his obligation. Um, I would want a person who is feels that they're meant to be polyamorous and can never really be tied down to one person to just be honest with me about that and then give me the ability to then decide, do I want to live a lifestyle where my man might be out sleeping with other people or maybe he'll be out having dates with other people, but he'll ultimately come back to me. Do I want that? Um, I, I think, I mean, I'm at a point in my life where I where I know myself pretty well and I personally don't want that, but I would never want to be lied to just so that a guy could stay with me. Um, that's the other thing. I, I think that I, I don't want to call it greedy, but we get this like when we find someone we love, we feel like we need to be with that person day in and day out forever for the rest of our lives. Like if we do not marry this person, it means somehow they're less significant to us or they don't mean as much to us. And I disagree with that because there are people from my past who I'm not married to now who I love probably more than I'll love anyone ever. I, I don't know for, for a fact. I can't tell the future. But does the fact that I didn't marry them diminish our experience together? I, I don't think so. I know that was a super long segment, but I think it's an important topic that Purse brought up. That's one that's for the ages. Like no one's ever going to stop talking about this. So I want to clarify that in the last segment, even though I was talking about all the different types of relationships and reasons why people might want to cheat or might want to end their relationships or not want to be in monogamous relationships, that's not to say that I'm encouraging people to just give up at the first sign of trouble. Make no mistake. Marriage, long-term relationships, living with another human being and sharing your life with them is difficult. It's not all easy. It's not all smooth sailing. You should expect some hardship and some differing point of view. There could be long stretches of time, years even, where you don't see eye to eye. But I think that the assumption has to be that there, that there is a willingness to try and that there is a mutual respect there because there are a lot of relationships where that does not exist and that really what's happening is that one person just wants the other person to fill the hole that they've created with the 10 qualifications of things that they feel wants will make them happy without being willing to 
put that in the reverse and try to make the other person happy. And those get those situations are very common and it's not like it's not like it makes the person the devil or anything, but you know, it there there's no moral obligation or no no one should have to feel like they're wrong in wanting to exit a situation like that. We only have one life. Or I mean, some of us believe that there's eternal life and there's other lives after this, but in terms of what we control in our current state of being, we've got one life to live and it's not that long. And there's no I, I don't I, I can't see a very compelling reason why we should subject ourselves to eternal suffering or at least suffering in this one lifetime just because we said we would at a marriage ceremony. Um so but I I mean personally I would like to never get divorced. I am a person who I mean, I, I actually, I, I'm usually my relationships are quite long term and I can deal with a lot of hardship. I work things out. I don't believe in just storming out at the first sign of trouble, but I see some very toxic relationships around me that need, frankly, they need to end and people don't end them because they're, they're, they're married to this concept of marriage for lack of a better term. And the other aspect of that is going back to what Reggie was saying earlier, which is the misconception that marriage is supposed to be everything in your life and it's supposed to fulfill every little desire that you have. And I know that some people do feel that it does, um, but, you know, those people are very lucky. It, it's, it not, it's not the case for all of us, just like some of us may have all consuming jobs. Um, where we go, we, we live and breathe every day just so that we can do those jobs because those jobs mean everything to us. And some of, for some of us, those jobs just sustain us and we need some hobbies on the side. I'm not saying like people should have marriage and also have side chicks. That's not what I mean. Or side, like, uh, side pieces or whatever. What I'm saying is, um, everybody has to do what works out for them. And the most important thing is to be honest about what you want, not just with your spouse, but with yourself. Because if you don't know what you want, how are you supposed to communicate that to the next person? And adding to that, if we really want to know what we want, we're, we almost have to unlearn all the Disney fairy tale stuff that we've been taught all of our lives about the one and about, uh, you know, one day we're going to have some magical moment or be struck by lightning and Prince Charming or, or you know, the Sleeping Beauty is going to come into our lives and, and change our perspective forever. Um, I think that a lot of us have had those moments. It's called falling in love. And, uh, but I think it's a lie that it can only happen once or that there's only one person in the world. I mean, statistically speaking, it makes no sense that of the billions and billions of people in this world, all of the people who get married every year are people who have somehow lucked into finding the one in a, in seven billion people that they're actually meant to be with. It literally makes no sense. Um, you, if, um, until you meet, at least like a, a statistically significant portion of the population of the earth, you cannot be sure that anybody is the one. And that's just the truth. So really, I mean, marriage is more like a partnership. It's with somebody that is highly compatible to you. And it has to be somebody that met you at the right point in your life, right time, and you had to both be single. It, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to, to get those kinds of unions. And it is a, it is a beautiful situation when you do find someone that somehow all the pieces fall into place and you should do what you can to preserve it so long as it makes both of you guys happy and so long as you can sustain it um with the effort that you can put in now this is getting way too long so i'm just gonna stop talking about it now i wanted to call in on this subject of friendship 
um, when you're single and in a relationship and how it can differ. Yeah, I've been in this scenario in which uh, a, best, a best friend of mine who was a female or a good friend of mine who was a female, when I got in a relationship, I ended up realizing that she cared more for me than just a friend. It was weird. I was like, why is she angry sometimes? And, you know, I ended up finding out from one of my friends that she, you know, was hurt that I found somebody. And I was like, oh, she didn't make it seem like <laughs> she felt that way about me. So it was just weird. <laughs> it was weird. Um, and I've had people cut me off because they were in a relationship. So uh, me being the single guy now, though. Um, oh, oh, or, OK, let me talk about me. I'll talk about me next. It's, it's a couple of parts to this. <laughs> and that's all it's going to be. Trust me, I don't need a bunch of parts to say my shit. And uh, my two of two, since I forgot, <laughs> I forgot that I sent, uh, was supposed to send another one. Um, okay, now, me as a friend while in a relationship, I was still good friends with my friends, but there is a time where you're kind of like, all right, guys, you know, I got to chill right now. Yeah, because, you know, this lady actually can, you know, do things with my thing that y'all can't do. And if y'all did, I'd kill y'all. And um, also, when I'm single and they're in a relationship, actually, they've kind of kicked me to the curb. One of my boys, he kind of kicked me to the curb a little bit. And I just said, I understand. I understand. I mean, I didn't verbally say that, but I can tell that, you know, he obviously has <laughs> good reasons to... uh not hang out with me and that's fine so that's the end sorry for the long delay my mind's been everywhere today